0: So how is California? Well, it was rainy this last week. Really? Very
1: rainy. January is the rainy month. Oh, uh, Oh yeah, you're by the bays. You're not in Southern California.
0: No, I believe they got some rain, but not as much as we did. It was enough that it caused roof damage, so I had to report a stain, a water stain, above my bed. Water stain... And then get somebody to come and fix the roof, which they did yesterday. I do. But it's tricky getting service in here because I have a cat that I am not paying a pent rent for. No. So I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want somebody in here. I don't I don't think the maintenance guys care. I don't think they know or they care. But uh, yeah. I'm still concerned about anyone coming in when I'm you know. Pay. so I yeah I I worked from home and uh waited for the guys to show up on Friday and then when I heard them knock at the door I quickly grabbed Roland and I threw him in the bathroom
1: <laughs> he just threw him like tossed him yeah in.
0: pretty tried to he uh he squirmed and then scratched me and then I flung him on the floor and I quickly closed the door oh Lord yeah do what you gotta do
1: cats in there scratching I yeah. have, I, mean, I pay I think my pet rate is like ten dollars a month but um that's so cheap. They will. They say they're ten or thirty. I think it's ten though. That's a big difference, though. But um, but like um, they won't enter the place since I do have a dog. They won't enter the place unless I'm here. So if they ever have to come to fix anything I have to, you know drive home from work, which I mean I have like the nicest dog who would never attack anybody, but you know they don't know that they have to be care. They have to be cautious. He'll just bark at you if he's scared, but he won't attack anybody.
0: But Well, they asked me if I had a pet, and I said no.
1: And and just, if, I, so.
0: if I got caught, I would just say that I'm uh, pet-sitting <laughs> or temporarily uh, trying to... Seeing if I'm allergic, and then then I'm thinking about getting one. Like I haven't committed to it, you know. I've got lies lined yeah. I got I got an agenda. it's thirty five here for a pet. Okay, that's and then of course my rent is over fourteen hundred a month for my one bedroom.
1: You're the Asher of of renters. <laughs> got your schemes all planned out.
0: I don't feel like I'm very scheming I feel like I'm. <laughs> I like they don't need that extra thirty five when they got so much from me already.
1: Yeah, my rent went I rent up like twenty five percent last October. So twenty five, uh, and they haven't done any work on this place, and there's still stuff that like my glass back door sliding door is so hard to close, and you know, I was in a car accident last month, so it kind of hurts my back just to close the door. I've tried using that excuse for them to come fix it, but hasn't worked yet it's crazy and we've been snowed in a lot of i heard yeah I mean, we got i think we got like 12 inches this past week and it's like the fourth snow event since the beginning of december and i just went out to go get some lunch and like got on some ice and i was probably going a little faster than i should have been but i'm like on my brakes and just slowly sliding and sliding and not stopping <laughs> I finally I just had to steer myself off the ice so I could stop. It's kind of scary. I'm tired of this fucking snow. Yeah. So are we recording? <laughs> Let me make sure. Yep, we're recording. So this is SpartaCast. I was thinking I don't think we've introduced ourselves since like the first episode. <laughs> so,
0: but I know if, who if we If you are. don't know, I'm Will. Why would you start? Why would you start mid mid-season or end of season? I don't know. But whatever, I'm Matt. Hi. <laughs>
1: I'm Will, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Um, I, I fulfilled a
0: 2017 goal. I took that milk bath. Oh, and how was it? Uh, it was relaxing. Um, The powdered milk that I have, because I don't drink milk, so I, ha- I did have powdered milk already on hand, but it was low-fat, and you're supposed to use whole-fat milk, because oh. the fat is what's good for the skin, so... Okay. Had, it, my, my powdered milk was low fat, and I did it to the recipe specifications, and it probably should have doubled it. Really, so but, you had uh, more fat. Was, yeah, so more fat, but uh, it was you know, relaxing. I don't take baths usually. Uh, <laughs> I'm shower. I'm a shower person, okay. so that was a little unusual, but you know. I found some uh, essential oils that smell like cookies, so it was like cookies milk. And, <laughs> and I lit some hazelnut candles, so it smells really good in there.
1: Really? Is it still in there?
0: Well, n- no. It's okay. been a week, but because the door was closed and the candles were lit for an hour, it it still smells like hazelnut in the bathroom. Okay.
1: That's good. It still smells really good. Did it improve your skin and your complexion? I don't think so. okay. <laughs> I could try that. I've been taking a bath in so many years, but mm-hmm. oh, that's a hassle. I'll give it a try. It's a hassle is told that it takes so long uses so much water,
0: yeah, I felt bad about using all the water, but I'm like, you yeah, one once per year, you know, not so bad, and of course, the steam from it uh, I'm guessing it opens up pores and so forth,
1: considering how much water I use with these fish tanks. I guess a bath probably wouldn't make that much of a difference.
0: You could just dump the uh, dirty water into the bath.
1: Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. I I like... I don't like. I mean, I'll, I'll put my hand in the fish water, but I like wash my hands like right away. Like this oh, be, yeah. Some fish enthusiasts don't care I mean, if they get a little in their mouth. You know, it's not a big deal. But me, I'm oh no, no, kind of the a fish germaphobe. poop in that water. I know no. they poop in the water. <laughs> don't, don't drink. Don't put this
0: uh, I was water. at a Chinese restaurant that had a big aquarium with a giant goldfish, and uh, it had one of these the longest strand of poop coming out of its backside.
1: Yeah, some of, I don't understand. <laughs> some of some of our fish just swim around for like a while, this long strand of poop floating out of their body, like, where's all that coming from? And uh and another fish was eating it. No. Oh, in the restaurant? Yeah. In the in the in the well, in the aquarium, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm in like one of these fish tank enthusiast groups and sometimes they'll post a picture of these, you know, these restaurants that have Aquariums with these giant fish and these small tanks—tanks tanks that are just barely bigger than the fish—and like, and no, those fish need more room. There's, they're they're not thriving in those tanks. But I doubt if the restaurant's owner care. Oh,
0: probably not. No, <laughs> you should get the kind of fish that like nibble at your feet and eat like buns off your feet. Mm, no, my no. dog does that. Little little you- uh, spa fish. Aren't there, aren't there spas where they'll you? Put your feet oh. in a in a bath, and the and the fish like nibble away at your.
1: I don't you know. know, but I want to find this out now. So, do you have any fun historical facts, Matt?
0: <laughs> yes, I did. As we know, our good friend Varro died.
1: I had kind of forgotten that. When I was <laughs> it's been a few weeks since we watched those. So,
0: I got to wondering, you know, what is it like to have a funeral in ancient Rome? So, I got some funeral facts. Okay. In, the first one's bizarre. In ancient Rome, the eldest surviving male of the household was summoned to the deathbed, where he attempted to catch and inhale the dying person's last breath. That's wacky. Uh. Grandpa, are you dying? Breathe on me. I need your life's essence. Totally, so what, you, what more, is this supposed to do? I don't know. Pass along knowledge wisdom, wisdom and experience and i i don't know so you're still found it i found, it, dumb I found it on a website called the funeral source i found a couple different webs this is it comes from a few different websites and and as always i don't know how accurate this stuff is so you take it with a grain of salt the more wealthy and famous the deceased was in life the flashier the funeral procession would be with mimes and musicians well that makes sense Professional mourners formed a large part of the procession. These were women who were not members of the deceased family and had to be paid to participate. They would wail loudly and literally rip out their hair and scratch their faces in mourning. A large number of professional mourners signified that the deceased was a wealthy and powerful individual. But that's
1: a job. We kind of have professional mourners now, so they're not getting paid for it. They're like funeral enthusiasts or something. I guess they like going to funerals and I don't know. It's weird. Funeral fanboys? Yeah, that's, that's probably a better way of putting it.
0: <laughs> actors with ancestral masks formed the next part of the procession. These actors would dress up as the deceased's ancestors and reproduce their personas. See, if this feels like uh, if you enjoy going to funerals, why not get paid for it? Yeah. Well, there's There's opportunities here. There's job opportunities. In the event of cremation, the body was taken to the necropolis, or city of the dead, and put upon a funeral pyre. It was then burned, and the ashes and remaining fragments of bones and teeth were interred in a funerary urn. It was believed that until the body was interred, the shade or spirit had not crossed the river Styx. Nine days after the disposal of the body by burial or cremation, a feast was given, and a libation poured over the grave or the ashes. During this nine-day period, the house was considered to be tainted and was hung with yew or cypress branches to warn bypassers. At the end of the period, the house was swept in an attempt to purge it of the dead person's ghost. Once the body was buried or cremated, the deceased still had to be remembered. The Roman state set apart certain days each year to remember loved ones, including the Parentalia held from February 13th through the 21st to honor the family's ancestors. Individual families had personal days for commemorating the deceased as well. Hmm. After, After the death of the emperor, or an emperor... He would be buried inside the city. This was an honor reserved only for the most exceptional and illustrious people. Most Romans had to be buried outside of the city. Oh, you got to schlep a ways to get to your grandpappy's grave. Oh. got to leave the city. He wasn't important enough. Sorry, I know he was important to you, but he wasn't important enough to the rest of us.
1: (laughs) We don't care. So is that all...
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's all. Is that enough?
1: Sorry to be to that. I was just
0: <laughs> so ungrateful. <engaging.
1: laughs> I always said that when I die, I want to have like a New Orleans style second line, just like a parade. People playing, and you remember that episode of the Next Generation where Data throws a party when they think Ensign Rowe and Geordi are dead? Yes, Out I do. A party. <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. A party
0: and Ten Forward?
1: Yeah, no, no sadness for me.
0: Do you, don't you think it's strange that the Enterprise only has one room that's like the social room Is in a ship that size?
1: Only one. Maybe that's just the only one we ever see.
0: What's the only one we ever see? Why don't we see other ones? That's I mean, right. if you've ever been on a cruise ship, you would know that there's like a lounge at like every deck and every like the, at the aft and the forward part of the deck. There's like. Mid deck, there's like 10 lounges on a cruise ship. You gotta have lou- that's where you have your bingo in one, you have your you know, your talks, your lectures in another one.
1: Then they okay, only gotta have, have like one? Gotta have... Oh, sorry,
0: no, you guys just saying if if the enterprise was a cruise ship, it would have a
1: lot more social rooms. Well, I'm sure we could probably find the schematics on the internet and find out where the other social rooms. but didn't they only have like one public bathroom? I think I remember seeing that on <laughs> some diagram somewhere.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Well, uh, so many personal quarters that you think they'd have. But if you're in engineering, you want to go back to your, your yeah. home department to, to use the bathroom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so strange. I
0: used to have the uh, Star Trek technical manual. That had like diagrams and things in it.
1: That reminds me. I think I have a book somewhere too that I got for Christmas one year recently. I just never looked through it. That is homework. Mm-hmm. So, our first episode today is Old Wounds. Written by, uh, well, originally aired April 9th, 2010. Written by Glenn Strandring. I think he came from the visual effects world before he started writing and directing. Uh, it's written by Daniel Knopf with story by Dan Philly and Patricia Wales. So does that actually mean they came up with the idea and he wrote it? I don't know. I
0: don't know how those what's work. Yeah, I don't know how they broke that down. It's a you didn't, a, you by didn't ask me how I wanted to die or be buried. Oh, how did you want
1: to be buried? <laughs>
0: I want an ancient Egyptian funeral. I want my organs put in canopic jars. Yeah. Okay. And, and then be buried in a in a crypt with all my belongings. Also, you're going to have to kill any pets that I have and any family members. <laughs> put them all in there.
1: <laughs> so, put them Roland, all in there. Roland's going with you and Oh yeah. So what, what what possessions are going in there?
0: Um I want my my game consoles. Yeah, I want figure. my TV. <laughs> <laughs> I need my laptop, my router, my modem in there.
1: You need Wi-Fi in the afterlife, okay?
0: I had like uh, a nice blanket or quilt.
1: Um, okay. I was trying to think of what I would, what <laughs> would probably be the same thing. <laughs> this would be a Reese and some my fish tanks and my Xbox, my laptop, um, so a few books maybe. Oh, that's a Kindle at work.
0: Oh, yeah, I want my Kindle, too. <laughs> but load it loaded up with lots of stuff, though,
1: before you put it in there. Listen, be sure, I have to make sure my um, bills are paid so I can charge stuff to my card in the afterlife. So make sure my credit card bill gets paid off every month. <laughs> so we start out this episode with Varro's body, right? Yeah, Varro. Do you think we were done with him last episode? Yeah, I thought so. But, yeah, I do that a lot on shows these days. You'll at least see the body in the next episode. But I may mean, not necessarily see visions, but you'll at least see the body.
0: I guess I expected to see his body, but not so much more of him.
1: Yeah. Just haunting, haunting Spartacus and visions.
0: Poor guy. I wrote down, uh, if you get sad thinking of Varro, just remember happier times like you, when you and he were in that ship pit.
1: Yeah, I like how um, even Crixus kind of paused a minute when they were bringing his body out. Everybody stopped what they were doing. So what happened this episode? I just watched them.
0: Just watched them. Sometimes it's Um, hard
1: (laughs) to separate them.
0: Okay, well, remember with John's wife and. He uh, went to the back of the wagon and, oh, my God, she was dead. And the the wagon driver was like, we were ambushed on the road. And he's like, oh, I'm bleeding. I have this wound. Well, that guy shows up again. And John sees him like naked with a naked woman. And she's like slobbering strawberries or something oh, down his chest. Kind of gross. And that's when she he sees so he sees the guy. And then he's like, wait a minute. That guy doesn't have a wound. He wasn't attacked. That whole story sounds a little fishy.
1: Yeah, he sees her with his um, lady friend, Mira.
0: Yeah, and until I saw the strawberries, I was like, what is, what is she disgorging on that guy? It, I thought maybe it was like awful. Maybe kidney beans. It it didn't
1: look very good. No, I don't know about food and food during sexy times. Just Just unnecessarily messy, I guess. It's, it's still so gross. <laughs> um, so, yeah, at one point he's like, Yeah, give him my thanks. But then later on, when he like puts it out, when he kept having these visions like, um, 10 to the wound, 10 to the wound. And it's, I guess that's a double meaning because he's wounded still and it's infected. The pop up history went on this long spiel about wounds and. I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't write that video, but it was just so many different panels about wounds and I guess, I think it was like, like symptoms and treating and or something like that. But yeah, basically Spark is bad. He was in, he was in bad shape. Um,
0: I thought it was a nice thing that Batiatis was going to do for Varro's family. I likened it to when your employer matches your 401k contribution.
1: Oh <laughs> Yeah. he's going a match, whatever. But then he ends up hiring her, or not hiring her. Yeah,
0: he, hi- he hires her as a servant, and apparently she's awful. Though, they made her wear, like, a slave collar, which doesn't seem right.
1: Like oh, if you're there a if you're-
0: slave, right? No, I thought she was a, just a paid servant. Oh. She was just going to, oh, I don't know, maybe maybe she did say that she was going to work off his debts. Yeah. If it's- I, my, my impression was that she was a, a servant, like, she volunteered to be there. But I guess, I guess if you volunteer to work for somebody to pay off a debt, you're a slave.
1: <laughs> That's what Viral like, no, is. Yeah.
0: But I, I feel like if you're volunteering, then you're not really a slave.
1: Yeah, she becomes a slave in order to pay off her late husband's debts. According to
0: that this. seems that seems super weird. You got somebody giving his arena winnings to you, plus a his employer is matching his contribution, and you're gonna be a slave
1: like. He must, be, he must be in a lot of debt, though.
0: <laughs> okay, well, he's dead now. So, take your kid. Deaths don't go away when you
1: die. Back then, oh, I guess. Avoid,
0: you avoid his creditors by taking your kid and going somewhere else. Credit Start a new credit. life, change your name. Be a slave, that's what That's what you decided to do? <laughs> just, just saying, she's dumb.
1: She uh, She married Varro, so how smart she, could she be? Um... Yeah, Bariatas is mad at the magistrate for insulting him and having his guy killed, this little whelp. So he schemes to get this said so all this stuff with um, Asher going to Salonius and making it seem like he might betray Barriottis, It was all a trick.
0: Oh, we're skipping all the way to the end.
1: Well, no, no, no. Well, I guess I did kind of skip <laughs> but
0: You got You kind of did. I, I, gonna, I just want to say that Mira is just lovely. I love her freckled complexion and her
1: dark eyes. I love freckles. I do.
0: <laughs> She's just really pretty in a not conventional way. Like, yeah. you don't see someone who looks quite like her on TV. She's unusual, but stunning. I lo- I'm, yes. I'm a little enamored with her. I will admit.
1: Miss Katrina Law. Um, so yeah, so so, uh, there was a scene that I really liked where, um, it's where Spartacus is still kind of mourning and some of the other gladiators are noticing he kind of gets pissy with the German brothers, I think. But in the background, you can see like people shaving the slaves, (laughs) like shaving their backs and shaving their arms. It's like, whoa, it's kind (laughs) of, it's kind of interesting, you know? They're oiling him up, to oiling him and shaving them. Started with an interesting little detail, <laughs> the background. But yeah, uh, this is when uh, this is when. Oh, never mind. That's later. Um, yeah, he's got this uh, awful pusty
0: gravy sore that's just like seeping, and uh, doesn't seem to care about it because he's so bereft for the loss of his friend that he's just going to ignore it until he collapses. And they take him to the medicus, and Badiata says, "Hey, go get Mira, because Spark has has a thing for her, which is very astute for of him to realize that. But she thought he thought if she like held his hand or something,
1: that would help him get better. Yeah, speed his recovery. Yeah, which I don't know how astute that is, but <laughs>
0: no, it's astute that
1: he recognizes. Yeah, that, that part is stupid. Spartacus but, likes Mira. Yeah, that part is stupid. I'm just saying that is is her being there actually going to help him at all? Just her being there. Oh,
0: I no, because he's in fact got an infection.
1: Um. So yeah, so they've got the magistrate held prisoner. What's his name? Cal- calcium? No, it's not calcium. Um, <laughs> I believe that's a, like a vitamin. Calabius. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if this is the first time we've heard his name, but it's the first time I've paid attention to his name. <laughs> I just called him the Old Goat. <laughs> the old
0: Goat. Because he's that kid's father, but he looks so old. Like, he should be yeah. the grandfather. Like, how does he
1: have a kid that young? I guess you That could, young. I guess you hear about... Who was it? That, was it Mick Jagger? Oh, I know that old guys can have ha- can have
0: young children, but I just thought it was a weird bit of casting like
1: yeah. yeah um so yeah so yeah he's first he's kind of apologetic uh, to Batiatus but then he's like yeah fuck you you're nobody <laughs> you're just trying to people just tolerate you because you own Spartacus mm. um, um, I like that 300 style kick that Batiatus gave to him It was he was sitting in the chair it was kind of slow motion and knocked him back
0: i liked when he faked his death basically yeah and he got and he
1: got the other guy to come
0: up to him like i think he is breathing <laughs> it was um i mean what on one hand what's the point but again i mean he must have felt like oh he's going to get killed so if he's got if you're going to get got you might as well have a little fun
1: yeah even though he was screaming maybe
0: Maybe they will become so angry at you with you that they kill you quickly
1: versus torture you. Yeah, even though he was screaming that he was gonna crucify them, I'm not sure he really believed that, you know, that was gonna happen. That he would get out of that somehow. Um mm.
0: It wasn't looking good for him. Is this just because of of the slights that they faced at the party,
1: I think so. Yeah, You said, yeah, like uh, you. Well, he's had this political ambition, and then the guy was like, "What do you say? Leave ambition for uh, better people, or, or leave politics for people who were suited for it." And then this little kid had spark. Is Right. i right?
0: Guessing that little brat wishes he hadn't done that. Well, he doesn't know. Yeah, if he, doesn't he knew. Know. If, if if he knew knew what happened, he probably would have regret regretted what he did. I would have hoped so. Hate oh. I hate that
1: kid.
0: <laughs> weas- I hate that kid. Little shit weasel. I called him a little shit weasel. And I thought I thought um, was going to have him killed as well when he took him away from his mama. I and mom said goodbye. I thought, well, that's the last time you're going to see your kid. But then when there was another scene where. Asher was talking to Salonius and, and um, Salonius gives him the dagger. I was like, Oh, okay. Now I know what's going to happen. Asher's going to lead Salonius to the old goat. And Numerius is going to catch Salonius with the dagger and think that Salonius killed his papa, which is what happened. Yeah.
1: It's
0: all a scheme. It was, it was really well
1: done. I mean, some good schemers.
0: It was, it was smart. And, uh, I like that Asher, for the bulk of the season, seemed to be working against Batiadas and for his own purposes, but in
1: fact was still his right-hand man. Crixus got to fight in the games, Pompeii, whatever, because Spartacus was sick, infected. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't like Crixus. Oh, they booed him.
0: Ooh!
1: the like pre-show was cheering, but everybody else was booing. Ooh! And there's something on the pop-up history to say that like unruly crowds sometimes could erupt into riots. So I guess if they are unhappy, things could go really bad sometimes.
0: Only at football games, by which I mean soccer games.
1: Yes, and gladiatorial S- contests. Soccer hooligans. I kind of, uh part of me kind of wants to go see a, a soccer game in Europe or in, yeah, England specifically, but I don't know. Could
0: be. Have there. you been to Sounders Sa- game?
1: No, no. Um, I want to go to the Timbers game. I was trying to, um, I think a couple years I tried to get games, tickets for their L- like Galaxy games, but they were always sold out so far in advance. Timbers won the MLS championship last year or the year before. Ooh, good for them, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) I just, I still love the crowd shots in these, and I really want
1: to make that compilation video. (laughs) I like what Crixus won and that one guy just lost his shoes. Like, ah! (laughs)
0: says, oh, they forgot the honor that I brought them. What are you even talking about? Like, Honor you brought them for killing randos, and they're like, You didn't do anything, they didn't forget anything. They just like people who kill things, <clears throat> that is true. You just kill more thi- things, and people will like you again. That's yeah. all they care about. <laughs> and then, and them, who the hot new he, uh, they, he doesn't understand celebrity, the cult of celebrity.
1: <laughs> Maybe he brought them rain at one point, and he, they just forgot that he brought rain, he brought them honor from the gods. <laughs> I forget about that God stuff. <laughs> don't, don't, don't forget that God stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I moved away from the cell, so I don't have to be around that God stuff so much. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, have you read American Gods? You have you? Are you asking me? Yeah, no, I haven't. No, it's a no, good no. book. Yeah, I've
0: read a, up on it, and I'm not sure I. That it appeals to me. Oh, fine then. Oh, I don't. Know. Mm-hmm. I I like the Greek gods. I'm not sure I want to. All these new like new fangled contemporary gods seem a little wacky. But okay. So yeah, I, I will <laughs> give I'll give the, the new show a, a chance because it has Ian McShane in it. But of course,
1: it has it's Julian Penny. Anderson in it, right?
0: Yes, it does. Uh, but... Uh, Lucretia and the slave girl. Is her name in Numeria? No. Navia. Navia. Who's <laughs> <laughs> no, Numeria? Numeria, uh, that's the wolf from Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> Numeria is just the little brat.
0: Yeah. Um, They wanted to watch Crixus, but...
1: Oh, she got uh, sent
0: away. Yeah, Bariatus was like, get, get out of here.
1: <laughs> You're embarrassing me.
0: Just don't he's like don't even argue, just go. <laughs> Which I mean, honestly, at that point, Kruxus was losing, and you don't want to watch him killed anyway.
1: Yeah, she was, she was getting all um, bothered by it. Um. So yeah, so yeah, when they did find Selenius, I kind of liked the look on his face, like he knew that he had been, you know, he had fallen for their plan. Like yes, he can do.
0: Uh, will they say game respects game?
1: <laughs> yep. Um,
0: He's like, you got me.
1: I wonder what he was yeah. planning to do to bring Body Artist down because like, he was saying like soon the house of Body Artist will fall. Wonder if he had any schemes hatching.
0: Ooh, I didn't think so. I just kind of got the idea that he was saying Body Artist is reaching too high. And that, you know, the way things work is that eventually he'll have a downfall. Which I'm sure he will, but it won't happen until the final season.
1: Um, anything else? Oh, yeah, so... Well... So this, oh, this is, yeah, the Spartacus. and I never knew his name, I just called him Other Dude or OD. The guy that supposedly yeah, was wounded. The, like, wagon
0: driver guy. Wagon driver.
1: Spartacus. Yeah, he... Uh, he wipes. sends
0: Mira out of the room. Be my lookout. You gotta talk to this dude.
1: <laughs> have a nice little chat, catching up on things. And he finds out that Body has had him kill his wife, Sura. And then he strangled him. Spartak to strangled him.
0: Yeah. Breaks his neck. Really. <laughs> okay. It, yeah, it wasn't just, like, a lot, lack of oxygen. The, the guy coughed up blood must have broken, like, his trachea or something.
1: So, how does a dog bite cause him to cough up his own blood? Or, isn't that what they said? Um, drowned in his own blood. That's the story that the medic has gave. That was a little
0: strange. They didn't really care about the guy, so I don't think... They I didn't care. think about it like, too
1: much. No. <laughs> so he's dead, so... We don't even know his name. <laughs> He's been working for me all this time. I don't even know his name.
0: Into the uh, furnace he goes. Um, and then we had all this unnecessary exposition, exposition between Asher and Batiatis, In case the audience was slow figuring out what was happening. We had to have them say, Well, it turns out your plan to have me work uh, for Salonius against you was uh, worked out well uh, it turns out this entire time i was working for you yeah we got it like you don't have to articulate it
1: i remember i guess it was this scene or maybe it was another i just remember noting that there was some like unnecessary explanation for the like i think the crowd can't understand you know, the audience can't understand what happened but oh well it's a good episode yeah it was pretty good
0: um, my last note of a little bit from earlier when Spartacus was having all the visions of Varro, there was a moment when he opened up his wound and gold coins poured out.
1: <laughs> That's gross. I, thought
0: that, I thought that was a pretty good effect. That was creepy. Lithia wasn't in this one, so that was disappointing.
1: Yeah. She is gold. I didn't get an option for commentary for this episode, so unless I did something wrong, there wasn't one.
0: Okay. Yeah, this, a fair bit happened during this one, so not just at the end, but there were there was a lot of things going on. I just didn't like that they sidelined Lucretia and Alithia for most of it, because they're my favorite, <laughs> obviously. Um, I love them. I love, I love
1: them. <laughs> they come back in a big way in the next episode. The,
0: well, Alithia does. I don't know if Lucretia really does.
1: Okay, so do we have any quotes? I wasn't writing down quotes as much. This time.
0: Well, when the wound was opened and the coins poured out, Ghost Varro said, this is what you are to him, gold mined from blood and meat.
1: Uh, the one I have it's the way Body Artist says it. I can't remember how he said it, but the way he said it stuck with me. Uh, the magistrate is like, release me. And body Artist is like, oh, I intend to from this fucking world. <laughs> Your <laughs> Fuck your mouth shut. Fuck your mouth shut. I love the dialogue on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's colorful. It's um
0: Then there's another I think this one comes from Asher. He's he's talking about the wound. It's ugly as a horror's gash, but you will live. Oh, you don't hear gash used too often. Um
1: Slang for yeah, Vagina Didn't they do that on uh, Deadwood? It seemed like that may be how I learned that maybe. term For vagina
0: <laughs> Maybe It's a very uncommon term So I did like hearing it <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's In poor taste It's yeah. not a pretty But the show's not pretty It revels in it's debauchery Hopefully people know that by now If they're watching this <laughs>
1: If you're twelve, oh, I'm so here.
0: offended, I'm so offended by this language, and that's a gash. <laughs>
1: like, I gotta love this show, but like episode eleven just really turned me off more than the others. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah. clears throat> um, any more quotes? Uh, no, that's okay. So, who won this episode? Ooh. I would say Badiatis maybe <laughs> His scheme came together
0: Yeah or maybe Asher
1: um, No I think Badiatis was using I think Badiatis more because he used Asher In his schemes
0: Yeah I'd say Badiatis this episode and Maybe we'll say Asher next episode Yeah mm.
1: And who lost
0: Hmm Numerius lost Because his father was murdered and he doesn't know who the real killer is. He's going to pal around with his father's murderer for the rest of his little short life, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, okay, I can give honorable mention to the magistrate because he lost his life. Yeah. So, who cares? so, best slave.
0: Ooh, okay. So, this was tricky because I think I had a couple.
1: Um, what is your, what is your feeling? I don't know. We didn't see the magistrate get killed. I I wasn't really paying close attention to the arena fights. Maybe when Crixis kills Pericles. Opens his
0: abdominal, gives him unwanted abdominal surgery and then smashes his face with his boot. Yeah. Yeah. That was gross. I think the one I'm going to go for, um, was when the German brothers were fighting, and Duro's brother, I don't know his name. Agron. Isn't it? Agron. <laughs> through that spear, through that guy's head, and it comes out his eye, and all this soupy blood spurts out through the helmet or into Duro's mouth. He gets, like, a mouthful of eyeball juice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that was pretty good. That's my best slay.
1: Okay, I'm fine with that. I do remember him throwing the spear. I don't remember all the eye juice.
0: Oh, yeah, he... He's, he got it in his mouth a little bit, like just like when people clean their aquariums. Apparently,
1: okay. <laughs> I remember his face. Yeah, I mean, I remember his face being bloody, and maybe I looked away for a second. Yeah, because aggro. I keep wanting to call him aggro. Um, aggro. <laughs> um, Duro wants to prove himself, but you know he always has to fight with his brother. Uh, what about? Was there any laying going on? I'm not sure there was this episode. Mm. Probably Frixes so. and Navia, but I don't remember.
0: I feel like if even if there was, we don't necessarily have to let's say there's one lay, we don't have to give it best lay. Okay. Just by default. because there's nothing to compare it to. I think we skip it if it's not good.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm good with that. Um, so what about ratings? Oh, I'm doing this week I'm doing that spreadsheet. Good Martin Luther King Day. I'm do. I'm tallying up. (laughs) Um. Okay. I like this episode. Um. I thought it was pretty fun. I don't know. Uh, Maybe not a nine, but close. So maybe a eight point seven five. Um. Um. Neck bites.
0: Okay. Typing, 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 click, click, click. <laughs> uh, no Alithia and very little Lucretia, so Oh, but a lot of good Asher stuff. Um yeah, this was pretty pretty solid stuff. I'll give it an eight point two five. Horse gashes. Horse.
1: Oh horse. <laughs> I thought you said horse. I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> Course, it's vaginas. All right. So, is it typing really loud? Um, it's all right. Okay, because I'm using like a different setup here. I think this is the first. Is like the second time? Maybe I've used it. Uh da da. Second episode is Revelations. I originally aired. I'm so stuffy today. Uh, Originally aired uh, April 16, 2010, directed by Michael Hurst, written by Brent Fletcher. Both have worked on the show before this season. And there was a commentary by Brent Fletcher, Stephen Denight, and Nick Tarabay, who plays Asher. Yeah, I saw that. I kind of got the impression that um this was recorded maybe like after the first season, but they had already done some planning on season two and the prequel season. I'm not sure if that's right, though. It's not too spoilery. Okay.
0: Maybe I'll give it a shot after I finish the season.
1: Yeah. It's just like, oh, this is going to come back in the season two finale somehow or something like that. This just maybe like the most spoilery thing they said. So we... Started, oh, I, did, I did say in the commentary early on that they wanted this to be the finale when they were, I guess, breaking the story for the first season. But, you know, Stephen was convinced to make this the next to last episode.
0: Oh, yeah, there's not enough that happens in this to make it a
1: finale. Yeah. Um. So you see a lot of breasts in the crowd. <laughs> love it. Love, love these crowd shots. <laughs> um, these CGI... Oh, Put God, God it's list. so
0: bad. It is so bad.
1: <laughs> it's unruly these, unruly crowds. Um, my notes don't make any sense here. Anyway, um, I like the shot of Crixus pointing to Nabia, but Lucretia thinks it's for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Lucretia. Uh. When Salonius comes out, <laughs> there's other commentary how they're like, wow, this guy's in good shape. Like, they didn't realize how good a shape he was in until this. Like, they thought he did a great job all season as Salonius, but like, wow. And originally they'd written it so that Salonius would try to escape from the fight he would run and try to get away. But they thought it would be better if he, like, stood up to Spartacus and fought him, which I liked it's really weird how Lithia just kind of popped up out of nowhere
0: oh <laughs> like, yeah guys <laughs> what's
1: going on like, one second she's not there and then like oh. <laughs> did she teleport into the <laughs> stand <laughs> <laughs> I want to think she's like underneath
0: the table <laughs> and she got there like two hours before anybody got
1: there <laughs> and nobody saw her <laughs> nobody saw her and then she just hey
0: what's up how'd you get in here <laughs> Just like uh, <laughs> um, Greg Bokaitis in uh, Parks and Recreation when he's been the dumpster the whole day. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Never mind. That's obscure. Oh. Uh, um Yeah. So I've nicknamed my PlayStation 4 DualShock controller Salonius. Because after Spartacus beheaded him and held up his head, my PS4 said, Your DualShock 4 has been disconnected. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh I like how they do that they haven't always done that have this like in recent thing where it'll automatically you know turn itself off after a while
0: no no you can program it to do that okay maybe and in I fact f- you should cuz the battery is so poor on on the on that that you should always uh set it to deactivate after
1: use okay maybe i use. just recently set that option and don't remember doing it cuz just recently it seems like my controllers start deactivating themselves after a while.
0: Well, I can control, when the Blu-ray is playing, I can control the disc with my TV remote, but I can't navigate, um, like, out of menus. Like, if I turn it on and it's on Netflix, for example, and I have to back out of it, I I don't have a PlayStation button on my TV remote, so I have to use the DualShock to get me that far. And then at some point it turns on. No, it's an LG TV. Oh. Hmm. Why do you think there's a one of these buttons will work for a play, as a PlayStation button? I
1: don't know. I was just wondering if I could do that with my <laughs> remotes.
0: I, I believe any I believe any TV remote can control a PS4, like uh for playback purposes of media purposes.
1: I want to get one of those blue. I guess it's their Bluetooth remotes that they have for like the PS3. I still have my PS three, but I don't think they work on the PS4, at least not at launch, they didn't.
0: I don't yeah, I don't think the PS three remote worked on the PS4, but your TV remote will work for certain functions. I'll try that.
1: Uh yeah, so his um head comes off, his guts hanging out with some arrows. Yeah, the CGI was a little bit weird, uh, but it was gross. It was. <laughs> um they started talking about their favorite deaths on the commentary this season, and I think Steven and Knight said Naya's falling off the cliff, getting kicked over on the cliff, and Nick Terabay said Barka dying. was his favorite. And he said that working with John Hanna was like going to school, because he made it look so easy.
0: Mm. He does inhabit the role pretty well. Yeah. At first, I was wondering why... The family was there, but then I realized that uh, they were there to see the execution. Yeah,
1: but I was like, "Well, shouldn't they be like in mourning?" But and to see him walk to justice, yeah, because um, Numer's got this like satisfied look on his face when he died.
0: Oh, that's yeah.
1: So, oh Asher, oh Asher, he's being bumped up a station. He's a, I don't know, is house slave the appropriate term? He's moving out of the ludus into the villa?
0: That's, yeah, I mean, slavery is like a caste system. He would be like the house slave, yeah. Yeah.
1: There is some stuff on the pop-up history about, I don't know, maybe, yeah, I guess it was, I don't know if it was the last episode or this one, but they were talking about the first two slave revolts, because... Uh, spoiler alert, Spartacus leads the third slave revolt. What? what? <laughs> That's where the story's going? <laughs> but yeah, so maybe we'll get in, maybe we'll talk about those in a later episode, some history stuff. Cool. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so Asher gets a reward for his plot to, you know, get Salonius, I want to say Salonius, Salonius killed. And what does he pick his reward to be? Navia. 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 <laughs> I wrote it down. So, which is was a kind of a dick move because he knows uh, that, yeah, you know.
0: yeah, yeah. It was a dick move. <laughs> it was also great.
1: <laughs> Very devious, and <laughs> uh, we'll get there later. So, yeah, he does it. Um, he's tells Navia that he knows about that she talked to Animaeus and told uh, about uh, Barker being killed. She says she didn't tell him anything. Um,
0: Well, we want to continue with Navia's story. At at the end, what happens is um, Asher gets attacked by Crixus.
1: Yeah, the, the way he did that was he just touches her and then looks right at Crixus. Such a bastard. <laughs> I <don't>
0: know. <laughs> and Krixus just like rages, like roids out and attacks him and what are you doing? And uh, oh is this is this how you run your house?
1: Yeah. Madness. Madness I say. Glover. Yeah, you finally got to see Glover again. Uh, you were looking Yeah, sure I that. mean,
0: kind of I yeah, we're here. where has he been all season?
1: He's been... His campaign, yeah. Yeah, campaigning. Um, <laughs> he's been going through the um, single-player campaign, not the multiplayer campaign <laughs> in <laughs> Roman history. Um, oh yeah, so how is Endless Legend?
0: Uh, I really enjoy it. Okay. I'll be talking about it later today when I record my podcast with Matt.
1: <laughs> Matt is wrong about games. That's the podcast.
0: <laughs> and just, then, It's very easy to sink lots of hours
1: into that and just keep playing and keep playing. I've been sinking my hours into Mass Effect lately, but Mass Effect 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then afterwards, Crixis has to be whipped for his punishment. <laughs> oh yeah, so this is, oh yeah, when Crixis uh, does this little rampage, that's when it comes out that Navia has been sleeping with Crixus, and this just really pisses off Lucretia. She's calling Navia a whore and slapping her.
0: Oh, and then Alithia's reaction. <laughs> and Alithia is just like, "Oh my god, this is my
1: greatest." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, she loves that. <laughs> I mean, she's a horrible person, but (laughs) sometimes you gotta love horrible people. Okay, you're getting. Is this the
0: episode, or is it the previous one where Batiatis reveals that he know he knew that Crixus and his wife were fucking, and he was just like, I didn't care because you were happy. Yeah, that's this episode. Okay, and then he's finally like, but at this point, we gotta like. No, no more. Put my foot down. Yeah. But that's good because it made him seem stupid, not realizing because all the clues were there. There's so many clues.
1: Yeah. He knew. Yeah. Finally, she got yeah her attachment to Crixus, And she kept getting upset every time anything bad happened to Crixis. Crixis almost at Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, there's a war on
1: Crixis. Um,. So yeah, close to the end, um they have to punish Crixus. Yeah, before this, um okay, okay, actually I, I forgot the part where um when Lucretius beating Navia she finds the key that um was stolen. hmm So but when Badiades is getting ready to have Crixus whipped, he says the key was never found. So they killed Hector.
0: Oh yes, they took his head.
1: Yeah. Hmm. On the commentary they You're-
0: your DualShock 4 has been disconnected.
1: <laughs> Your Xbox controller. No, this guy can be the Xbox controller.
0: My Xbox controller doesn't display that message when it powers down. Um,
1: cool. It does it when uh, the battery dies, but not when it just powers down for to save energy. Yes. Um. Crixus being whipped. Stephen Denight said that he got his inspiration for something. I guess this scene from Clancy Brown whipping somebody during. Was it Starship Troopers? I can't remember. It was some movie. and I didn't want to rewind. I was in a hurry. But yeah, he got his. I just like the Clancy Brown mention. I know Claire would be happy about that.
0: <laughs> oh, I yeah. Starship Troopers. Hmm. Don't remember. Somebody got whipped in that.
1: I think uh, I think he says "Charge River Maybe in my maybe that's where my mind. I thought he said Clancy Brown whipping Casper Van and Huh. I
0: guess I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that. Yeah.
1: And then Navia goes to see Crixus later to comfort him, and he's like, "Oh, I ruined this <laughs>
0: Oh, that was that was sad. I felt bad for him in that moment.
1: His ang- he, he always lets his anger get the best uh, of him.
0: Oh, he, yeah, he fucked them up. Ab- absolutely, he's at fault. Origi- Not the appropriate time or place to attack Asher.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> like, think, man. Think for a minute before you do. Their original plan was to have Navia come out in a wig made from her own hair. You can see in this scene she has like short hair. Because Lucretia cut it off. But I think they said they might revisit that idea.
0: <laughs> so, Globbers back, the Legatus. He rides into the city, and they're, oh my god, the Legatus! <laughs> Gives a fuck. It's just some dude on a horse. It's, it's they're like, person. oh my god, the Legatus is back! Oh yay! <laughs> He's like, yay, the Legatus! I think that's his,
1: the actual line is,
0: Yay! The like it is.
1: <laughs> said the exact uh, same way. They, and there was one point where um, Ilithia shows up, and they're like, "When your husband's gonna be here?" And sh- um, she's like, "He's almost here." And and Buddy, I just looked like he was kind of annoyed. Like, "Yeah, we got to get ready quickly." Like annoyed that he was just gonna be there without any, without more warning. I think maybe he was getting a little pissed off at Lucretia and him. Um, the Globber. The Globber.
0: I don't know if it's Craig Parker's performance or if it's the character, but I don't find him very threatening. I don't find him very commanding.
1: He's not threatening, but his position is, I guess. And plus, they need him to get political favor or whatever. They need his patronage.
0: Now, yeah, I got that. I just don't find him as a, like I I don't feel like he has the weight behind him. Somehow.
1: I mean, Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I get it. Listen, maybe we could find a Legend of the Seeker episode with him and see if, you, see if he's better in that episode. Maybe next
0: he's week. He's also on the show Rain, which I haven't watched any of.
1: Oh, I think I saw the first episode. Um, so yeah, he's back. He's kind of like, there's so much shit happening in this area. So what the fuck is going on in <laughs> this place? So he yeah. just has to go. He has to go meet with Mercado, whoever Mercado is. I don't. So yeah, uh, uh, is that guy.
0: the one whose family was all wiped out?
1: Uh, no, I think that's just the guy who's supposed to be like in charge of that area or um, something. I don't know what his position is, but it seems like he's <laughs> yeah, in charge of the area. Because Body Artist wants to, I think, talk to him right away, but. Uh, Mercado uh, not Mercado. Globber blows him off like, I gotta go talk to this Mercado dude first Then I'll come when I get a chance to <laughs> Like when I'm ready I'll Come talk to you And when he gets there He's still got He's still holding that grudge against Spartacus
0: <laughs> Oh yeah like, Which makes Which really again makes no sense Because the guy's been through Many campaigns right and many battles, and has met many people. What about this guy is like, oh, I really hate this guy.
1: Maybe Spartacus was the only one that embarrassed him. Only one that... But really, what did Spartacus do anyway?
0: I, hardly anything. Because it's still a little
1: surly. You sold his wife. What more do you want to do to him?
0: Yeah, seriously, let it go. Be the, be the bigger person. <laughs>
1: So when Glover had that scene with his wife, apparently they had to CGI out his modesty sock that he was wearing. Why
0: did they even bother?
1: (laughs) They said it's not the first time that they've had to do that. Maybe Craig Parker has no wang in his contract. Um, But then when he's at the villa... He makes Spartacus fight all of his soldiers with. He's just got wooden swords, but they have got real swords. This
0: reminded me of that scene from Hero. Did you ever see that movie?
1: A long time ago, yeah.
0: There's this scene where two guys are fighting in in the rain, and they like slow it down, and that rain goes like plink plonk plink plonk. That's what this reminded me of.
1: Hero's a good movie to watch if you're high because all the colors are really nice. <laughs> um. Anyway,
0: yeah,
1: not that I condone.
0: <laughs> As I've said before, that I really like this set. I like the water on the floor, the 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 fountain, the pools. So having them fight in splashy, splashy, it reminded me of that movie, and it was really well done. The whole fight scene here,
1: yeah. I think this is the scene there. Yeah. There was this scene where they're saying that, you know, in the writer's room, they love it when they get to see these scenes Uh, because, and when they come across, when they come back and they're really well done, like Stephen Knight has this cackle that he does. And I guess he did it before during some of the stuff in the pit. And during the Theocles fight, when he's just really pleased with how stuff turned out on camera. Um, so after this, after Spark, it just beats everybody. He beats the last two guys with just a piece of a sword that had bro- broken off and just with his fist. And Globber makes him kneel before him. Just like an episode of an earlier episode. Mm-hmm. So he's shown, he's shown that he can, you know. Go Opposite of Crixus. Yeah. He can show patience and planning. Yeah. He knows when to be humble and meek. Yep. So (laughs)
0: after Chris attacks Asher, the Legatus is like, this place is chaos. I want to get out of here. And Batyatus is, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where the fuck you think you're going? (laughs) How dare you you speak to me like that? (laughs) No, 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 no. I got a gift for you, chump and Mrs. Chump. And uh, fetch me that box. And what's inside the box? Oh, it's a little uh little hand. Little shriveled grey hand that from that chick that Alithia killed.
1: You know it,
0: thanks. Thanks so bad. <laughs> Ugh Rose, what is this? What is this hand? Your wife's been busy when you've been gone.
1: So I just loved how they're not even like pretending to be nice anymore. <laughs> they're just like Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> it was great. And um, Lucretia's reaction after her legate smacks her.
1: I know. I love that look on her face. <laughs> I love you, <Ulysses> Lucy Lawless. <laughs> oh, great!
0: Did you notice that bell tolling sound effect that they were using? No. Yeah, go back and watch that scene. There's this bell sound effect that's very strange. Dong, dong.
1: Yeah. So Glover grants his patronage because. Batiata says that the rest of the body might show up all of a sudden. But really, really, do they preserve that body? Like, it's just like, like a couple years down the road, it's just going to be a skeleton, right? Or even sooner than that. But you know, if he like decides to withdraw his patronage, all that got is what a ring and some bones. <laughs> okay. Got yeah. Ring anywhere.
0: I mean, they could have taken... Yeah, they could have taken anyone's hand and put the ring on it. But it was enough to work.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they did say that fans really loved it when Globber hit (laughs) Alithia. I guess that was a fan-favorite moment. Um, Well,
0: I didn't like that Alithia got smacked, but I did like Lucretia's reaction to it. (laughs) Because it was so similar to Alithia's reaction when um, Crixus attacked Asher... Her, she was like, Ooh, the glee of it, right? And yeah. this was this was Lucretia's like she was on the other foot
1: now, bitch. The part where uh Lithief was first telling her that she's going back to the villa and there I know she was she said she would up, she was upset because Oh I'm gonna miss you. Miss not having you here, but you know, she just it was really um she's just really mad that she wouldn't be able to use her anymore, I guess but wow i just love it when they start getting real mm-hmm. on the real world capua <laughs> yeah. okay. um there is one part um uh, one thing that Stephen tonight said in one episode Well, i guess it was this episode that um he said he he's a big fan of people not saying what they really mean in dramas because yeah Oh no, I kinda I don't know, I kinda hate that though. Sometimes I just want people to come out and like well, just say it? I like <laughs> it when people start getting real. <laughs> when they stop being polite. Yeah, stop being <laughs> And they start getting real. Yes. True story. Oh, I used to love the real world. Well, I only watch I only watched maybe like two and three all the way, but I've seen parts of mm-hmm. others. I was actually present for uh, while they were filming the Real World in New Orleans one time. It was at Mardi Gras, and we were just standing, you know, at the barricade watching the parades go by. And we look over and we see cameras, and there was something going on where I guess one of the cast members was getting their face painted, or somebody's getting their face painted, and I you don't know. Somebody got. We could see somebody get mad, and the artist just kind of messed up. The uh, face paint, I guess, maybe the person didn't have enough money to pay them, so they just kind of sabotaged the work that they had done. I don't know what was going on. Okay. That may not have been part of the show. uh, My memory's messed up. That was a long time ago. I would love to see the Portland season, if I could find it online somewhere. But at the end of this episode, they're all in their cells and Duro and Akron are talking to Spartacus. Uh, He kind of says something about escaping. You're like, well, how do we get out of here? And Sparks is like, well, we kill them all. Yeah. Which just happens to be (laughs) the name of the next episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Good. So Sparks is hatching schemes.
0: I kind of guess that the first season would end with them rioting and escaping. I would have hoped so. I don't think you could spend another season in this Ludus.
1: I gotta... Oh, I don't know. What if all seasons... All three seasons ended up being in the Ludus? <laughs> okay. Anything else?
0: Nope. Um, I'm, well... No.
1: I guess after episode six they kind of said no more rain. <laughs> Cause No more pouring water. Don't talk about the rain. Don't mention it because it just created a mess on their set.
0: Well, that was a story beat. You know, we knew that Spartacus would bring the rain, and yeah, it would be uh, symbolic, and it was. So they've done that. They don't have to do it again. Uh, Um. So, any quotes. I have descended. It, I have descended into the bowels of your ludus once before and did not care for the stench.
1: <laughs> they said this was a phrase that was quoted a lot from the show. Once again, the god spreads the cheeks and ram cock and fucking ass.
0: When Salonius was being brought into the arena, slice
1: his shriveled cock off. <laughs> oh, you remember that, okay. Huh, <laughs> I don't have any more quotes. I like how, um, though, that Selenius was like, well, you're killing the wrong guy. And Spar's like, yeah, he's going to die too soon. And Selenius was really happy about that. And winner, winner, chicken dinner.
0: Uh, I'm going to give this one to Asher. Asher,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: he has He has moved up in the world. He got Crixis' his girl. He got Crixus in trouble. And I loved when he said, you know, everything I am, I
1: owe to you. Is he in a deluxe apartment in the sky?
0: Um, It sounds like he's just in his own little, uh, like, uh, guest house somewhere.
1: Okay. He's in the pool house. (laughs) That's fine. That's that's good. So, wow. What is a winner? I think I'm going to say loser. Loser. <laughs> Loser could be Crixis. It could um, be Globber. It
0: could be Salonius. His Dual Shock 4 I was. Just
1: <laughs> <laughs> it has to reconnect. No, I can't reconnect it. Um, yeah, Salonius. Could be
0: could be Hector, the guard.
1: There yeah, are a lot of losers He's, in this one. Who's the biggest loser? <laughs> who who lost the most weight? <laughs> I think Salonius lost some weight. Of uh, I'm going
0: to go. I'm going to say Salonius because he his fall was pretty steep, and he got killed in front of a lot of people who saw him beheaded. Which is, I mean, if you're going to get killed, do it be killed in private. Nobody knew who Hector imba- was. It was. It was embarrassing. In addition to being awful and, and torturous and slow and all the little cuts that Spartacus was giving him.
1: It seemed really cruel of Spartacus. Yeah, he put up... I mean, Salonis put up a fight within Spartacus like, yeah, I can beat you anytime I want. Yeah. So, best slay <laughs> that could be... Salonius, no. Mm. Mm. Yes, yeah, Spartacus I- did cut his head off and it went flying.
0: I guess. All right. Yeah.
1: There's really nothing else. And what about
0: Larry? Um. Well, I'm going to give it to Asher. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We didn't see it, but still.
0: No. He got what he wanted, didn't he? he got his prize. Uh, he got his raise, pun intended.
1: <laughs> so ratings, ratings, ratings.
0: Uh yeah, this was pretty solid, because we finally got the Legatus back. Yay, Legatus. It's the Legatus. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and Alithia yeah just uh, a lithia hid underneath the table <laughs> for two hours before they got into the box and then suddenly appeared. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, uh, the arena stuff is just, the CGI is just so bad, but it's kind of funny. Even the intestines are CGI intestines. <laughs> it's very, it was all very silly, but good, good times. Um, but oh, and I uh, like the scene in the that set with the water and the fighting and the, and the wooden swords and the yeah, that was good. Uh, a nine out of ten. nine out of ten uh, dual shot controllers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this is really good. Um, um, I'm gonna give it nine and a oh, yeah, I'll give it nine as well. Nine out of ten um, CG removed modesty socks <laughs> or CG intestines. So we have feedback this week. Yay from Robin.
0: Robin, Let's
1: see, I can find this. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, <laughs> I shouldn't do that in the mic. Um. Robin says, hey fellas, this is getting pretty exciting. All the different plot points seem to be converging toward the season finale pretty effectively, and I was drawn right into these two episodes. I haven't looked up the names on Wikipedia, so my feedback isn't so confusing. First and foremost is Spartacus learning of Batiatus' deception over his wife's death. After his sadness with the death of Varro and the guilt he carries over that, I loved how his grief and his... Fugue? Is that how you say the word? Fugue? Mm-hmm. His fugue state turns into a simmering ball of anger. I'm really hoping that Spartacus is careful about his revenge, although his last plan of escape with his wife wasn't exactly the smartest. When Spartacus says that he is, that he's going to kill them all, I'm equal parts worried and thrilled. Salonius was never a character I was particularly interested in, but his fate made me wonder about how much power Badiatus has. What gave him the right to imprison Salonius and then sentence him to death in the arena? Much, Good question. yeah, I don't know. I feel like he would have to run that by somebody. Maybe that happened <laughs> off camera. You just don't know.
0: It happened very quickly too. It, it felt very quickly. But it felt very quick.
1: Yeah. As much A as trial I, or anything. Trial. Yeah, it probably happened, and then they say, "Okay, body artist, you can, you know, be his executioner," or maybe the fight was the trial trial by combat i don't know they went into this whole thing on the pop-up history about i think there's a term it begins with a k i think for like the um like what salonius was he was the prig guilty or whatever he was fighting people's sentences and how they were de- always depicted in artwork as being like nearly naked and whatever as much as I did not care about whether Salonius died or not, I did not like how he got the satisfaction of knowing... Oh, I did like how he got the satisfaction of going knowing that Spartacus is going to kill badiatus right before he died. You have to admit, Salonius showed a lot of guts toward the end of that fight. Good on him.
0: Oh, come on,
1: Robin. <laughs> the Robin is the punisher. <laughs> the pun master. Yeah. The rise of Asher triggered a bit more revelation when he gets to pay Crixus back for his leg by taking Navia away from him. Crixus's pain over her being sent away and how she tells Animaeus about what happened to Barca seems to suggest that Spartacus might have a couple of unexpected allies in his revolution. Ah yes, I think we forgot that part about how Navia told Animaeus the truth and Animaeus didn't look too happy about that. And Robin says, oh, man, there's so much more, but I feel like I'm recapping at this point. I can't wait till the finale. I am so intrigued at what a second season of this show is. I want Spartacus to kill them all. But what happens for the next two seasons? Does his plan fail and he just stays in the Luda? Does he just does he get shipped to an even worse place? Or is this a rebellion from history and then it's no arena, but straight up war for the next two years? Because that seems like it would be a different show. Spartacus the the show needs to stay in the arena, right? I guess we'll have to wait and see. Robin. Thanks, Robin.
0: Thank you, Robin. It does seem like it would be a different show if... Once it's out of the Ludus and away from the arena, but I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm okay with the show kind of reimagining itself. But we're going to have to get through the prequel first. Yes, the prequel will be... um, do you think the pre the prequel is good? Do you think it's without our hero and our main storylines continuing that it's still a worthy six episodes of of TV?
1: It was so quick. I remember liking it, um, but I was you know kind of looking forward to Andy Whitfield coming back, which you know didn't happen. But I remember you know liking it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, good. I hope it's good.
1: So. Our next episode, we're doing the finale next week, uh, or not, well, next time, called Kill Them All, and maybe something bonusy like Xena or Legend of the Seeker or something.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun.
1: So, what's going to happen in Kill Them All.
0: It's going to be the first Spartacus episode where nobody dies. It's an <laughs> ironic title.
1: Irony. Hmm... So nobody. You want to take a bet on who will be the first <laughs> to die? Mm. Would be well. I think
0: I think Spartacus is going to get out of the Lutus with his, some of his compatriots. I think that Crixus is going to help Spartacus in some way. For the agreement is that when they get out, they can track down his girlfriend. Okay. I think that Lucretia's going to announce that
1: she's pregnant. Well, she already did. <laughs> did she? Yeah. And
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I had it in my notes. Like, <laughs> are you sure this is um, that this is not Crixus's child? Okay, so that's what's going to happen. Um, there's going to be a conversation about if the child is actually Batyatis' or Crixus. That's
1: what I'm thinking, because, like, she knows that... I mean, he knows that she's been with Crixus, so does he know that it's his child... Does he know whose child it is? He didn't seem. the reaction when she said, I'm pregnant. Well, I was trying to, you know, read that reaction earlier when I rewatched it, but I don't know. Hmm. So, yeah, Spartacus, season one, almost over. I predict that everyone will die, even Spartacus, and then the next three seasons will be about... Asher and <laughs> Globber, and Lithia.
0: So it's getting exciting here.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got. Oh, Ellis. Oh, do you want to plug anything?
0: Um, for, I was just on IGIT Cast talking about the episode Swap Meet. I don't believe the episode is out yet. Tomorrow, I am recording Calavici Fashion Cast, which is a Quantum Elite podcast. Talking about the episode Kamikaze Kid. (laughs) And uh, then later tonight, I am recording Meta's Wrong About Games, which we already talked about. It'll be about video games. Oh, and I guess I could say that I recently released a Hooplecast commentary track of the film Dreamcatcher. I'm joined by Claire. Claire and I laugh our way through Dreamcatcher. And then at the end of the month... We're supposed to be recording about two two additional HBO shows. Hotel Room from David Lynch and Perversions of Science,
1: which is an anthology series. Cool. Yeah.
0: So check out Hoopalcast, hoopalcast.com.
1: I see the uh Sensate podcast came back. We recorded an episode about their Christmas special. Um, down below, the Babylon 5 intro cast just came back. And tomorrow we're recording about the movie River of Souls, which stars Ian McShane. Or he's he's in the movie. I can't remember how much how big of a part he has in it. Uh I was on Defender's Podcast, I think, in December. Or maybe it was November. Yeah, it was November, sorry. Um I did Calavici Fashion Cast. Um I I think that may be it. I'm gonna be on Calabici fashion cast again soon. I'm going to be back on the iZombie podcast next month, I think. So, yeah. All over the place. That's all we got, folks. That's it. Yeah, see ya. Yeah, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Go do something else now. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously.
0: (laughs) Do something productive for the rest of your day. That's your goal for the rest of the day. Do something productive.